0: Hello,
1: hello everyone. Welcome to a very special live stream. This episode, we'd like to introduce our very first guest. Dad, this is our first time having a guest on the live stream. On the live stream, yeah, this is exciting. I will.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hera Navarrete. Yes, yes.
1: Hera is the co host of the Relatable Nerds podcast, a nerdy pop culture show that dives into all things Star Wars, Marvel. DC and everything in between. She writes for The Mary Sue, a diverse and inclusive publication that's essentially a Geek Girls Guide to the Universe. She's <laughs> also a contributing writer at For The Punks, a music publication where she interviews musicians and artists, as well as reviews music bi-weekly. She lives in Chicago with her adventurous dog Han <laughs> You'll most likely catch her at a local comic book store, comic convention, or concert in her spare time. Welcome to Father's Galaxy. Yay.
0: Oh my thank gosh. you, Tyra. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you guys again. Yeah, our first guest.
2: Yes. Yay, I, didn't,
0: I didn't know that. That's so awesome. I'm honored. Wow. You're yeah, at least our first guest on StreamYard.
2: Yes, you know, we're wow. just getting familiar with, with StreamYard.
0: It's uh, it's <laughs> been it's been quite the experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can be a lot with getting into streaming and connecting it to YouTube and just all the little things that go into it. It ends up being yeah. a lot of work. You know? I,
1: mean, I mean, let's be real.
0: StreamYard <laughs> destroys Zoom any day of the week. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. And not enough people know about how great StreamYard is. You know, I we've used it a couple time times on the podcast and I really... It's easy to use. It's pretty straightforward. Zoom can sometimes, you look a little grainy on Zoom, and I feel like the quality isn't as fun, but that's all right. Some people like Zoom, you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, back in
1: COVID times is all we had. All yeah. right, let's right. get to the episode. <laughs> all right, well,
2: we're talking about Comic-Con conventions. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of conventions, yeah, we all met at the Philly Expo uh, back in April. Fan yes. expo in Philadelphia. That was pretty cool. And you were working with Chuckload of Comics.
0: I was. While we were on yeah. our
2: podcast stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Was.
2: Very cool. Yeah. And um, I recently you were at the New York City Comic-Con. Is that right?
0: Yes. Um, mm-hmm. just last weekend it was my first one. It was kind of a, a last minute plan there. I wasn't sure if I was gonna go um to it, but I, I probably planned to go three weeks out before the actual convention. Um, but luckily I had a couple friends who were attending and they were able to get me into the con and it was just amazing. It was the biggest convention I've ever been to in my life. There was so many, like you think cosplay, the cosplays were great at Fan Expo. They're great at all the cons I've been to, C2E2, but New York was just like a whole different world. Like these costumes were so great. There were so many people. It was just, it was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Have you guys been to New York Comic-Con yet or no? Yeah. Um, I don't think I can hear you guys. I think something might've happened. I don't know if I can. I don't think I can hear you guys.
1: Okay. Okay, there we just go. That's now? Yeah, oh, yeah we is. apologize for that. No, 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 that's All okay, right. that's yeah. okay. All so, right, so okay, how many Comicons did you attend this year? And what were oh. some of your favorite moments?
0: Um, okay, so I met you guys at Philly. I love that one. That was the first one I went to this year and I hadn't traveled for one yet. I've only gone to ones in Chicago. So I really like that one just because it was, you know, different people seeing, you know, like a different East Coast over there. I know you guys take it very seriously. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I went to Philly. I went to Chicago um, Fan Expo. And I went to Chicago um, C2E2. And New York was the last one. And I think probably my favorite moments from all of them collectively are just meeting different creators. And it's just so inspiring being around like-minded people who just love Star Wars as much as me or love Marvel or just talking about She-Hulk and everything like that. I think that's probably the best part is just connecting with like-minded creators and just uh getting to form new relationships and then you know just going from there
1: and you were you were at a celebration too right that's right yeah
0: how did I forget that one that's I was right
2: second time
1: yeah
0: that exactly. was oh my gosh see that one I, I still can't believe I even went to celebration that was again a last minute thing I wasn't gonna go to that one it was super last minute for me and as you guys know that was probably That was probably my favorite one of the year, hands down, because there was just so much going on at Celebration. We got Obi-Wan. We got the Andor preview, John Williams, Harrison Ford. I You could go on and on about that weekend. It was one of the best weekends ever.
2: The convention as well. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of firsts, actually, because uh, we've never been – well, I've never been to California with my family. We have not gone uh, okay. together. We've never been to Anaheim. And that was actually our first we've time really going We've
1: really never been out of Pennsylvania except to go to South California. No, okay. yeah. South Carolina. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah. yeah. I got well, Anaheim in my head now. Well, we have family <laughs> in New
1: York, right? Yeah, okay. that too. All right. Yeah. yeah um, but it was also. Like the three states we've been to. Okay. Well, you're young. And New Jersey. Yeah, you're, you're that's. Right
0: yeah. I don't think. I don't think I was, so I didn't travel that much when I was younger either. I think the only places I went to were Florida and that was it. Florida, Chicago yeah. until I was probably yeah, in college. I... So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. California. Whew. Long flight, huh? Do you guys like the mm-hmm. long flights or what? It wasn't <laughs> in
1: Georgia. By the way, I got, I got my filling of Biscoff cookies.
0: Oh yeah. On the plane. Those were yeah. Yes. I those love those. I know, I love them too. I don't know how people say no to them, you know, when like the flight of walk around, they're like, No, I'm okay. I'm like, how? Oh, they're so good. I look forward to that every time I'm on a airplane, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can ride on a giant though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The flight wasn't too bad actually. So it was about okay. a like, three hour flight. And um
1: yeah. it was like six hours, but it was three hours because of the three hour time zone so different.
2: Yeah, well, okay, maybe it was four hours. It was supposed to be six hours, but yeah. Look, but then the pilot they cut got us, it and it got us there five sooner hours than that.
0: We yeah. were like, woo! raise the roof!" Yeah, Yay. yeah. I think it's uh, it's three hours from Chicago, which is like I think the perfect, the perfect amount of time. You know, you could watch a movie, get into a TV show, a couple episodes. You know, but yeah, the California is awesome.
1: I watched Spider-Man: Far From Home or try oh. to <laughs> airplane. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. I would cry on the airplane. I always cried during that movie. I cried during all the Spider-Man movies but far from home. Ah, so good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your childhood. What were some of your hobbies?
0: Um, gosh, all of them are the same basically. Um, I was a big reader. I read a lot of books. I was super into Harry Potter. Um, super into Star Wars, too. That's that's mm-hmm. something I got very into at a young age with my dad as well. My dad showed me all the mm-hmm. comic books, all of Star Wars. And I remember just being that kid who was obsessed with space. Like I just I didn't you know, I just wanted to watch anything I could with that. Um, yeah, big, big into a lot of the same things that I still like right now. I also was an athlete as well. I did play basketball for a big portion of my life. Um, but yeah, I would say overall, it was like that perfect balance of being a nerd and being an athlete, but I didn't, I wasn't really, I didn't go out that much as a kid. Even when I got to high school, I was just kind of always reading, kind of always stuck in my own little imaginary world with, you know, all of, cause a lot of the, um, I think the first comic book movie I ever remember seeing in theaters was Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. that came out thinking like 2001 or 2002, um, 2002. Yeah, I had to be about 9 9 years old and I remember going with my parents. My little siblings weren't even born yet. And I just remember being like, "Oh my gosh." Cuz you read the comics and you're just you, you love them, but then you see it on the big screen and you're like, "This is just so much bigger than I could have imagined." And then they made a second one and then of course, soon after that, we had Iron Man, The Avengers, and everything. So it was just I think I was really lucky with the the time I grew up in because it was just a very Oversaturated saturated world and everybody was getting super into comics and the movies were being pushed a lot. So I would say that's a pretty good uh, summary of how I was as a kid.
2: And did you learn about Star Wars from your dad?
0: Yes, I did. Yeah. My dad taught me everything I knew about Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. I remember seeing A New Hope. I don't even know how old I was. I was super, super young. And then again, I was so lucky because the prequels came out. 1999 i think 2000 right around that time i got the phantom menace and i got to see all those movies at midnight my dad would take me at midnight my mom would be like oh she shouldn't be going out that late like she needs to go to bed because it was always a school night when those movies came out it was weird they would always it was always like a thursday i think thursday night you know friday they do the prime time movies but we never missed a midnight showing of the prequels i have like the best those are my favorite memories going to the movies especially attack of the clones um that was huge for me and i remember we got the last two seats in the theater in chicago i still go to that theater for this reason and it was just so cool because the whole crowd was clapping and and screaming and cheering everyone on and it was just those are some of the best memories i have as a kid but yeah my dad he he might have pushed it a little bit you know he really wanted me to like star wars but i mean i i took to it very easily i just I love that entire world, all the characters and everything. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I can hear you guys. I don't think I
2: can hear you, Uh, I don't know.
0: There we go. There we go.
2: All right. Okay. All I right.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is there? Should I like? I don't know if I should. Is it something on my end? No. I, nah, I, I don't
2: know. Yeah, okay. we're not sure. It's just okay. Gremlins. That's all. That's it's all fine. Yeah, you know, like that's fine. We'll the goblins,
0: the goblins, and the wires. Totally.
2: He can, you, can yeah. you tell us about your relatable nurse podcast?
0: Yeah. Um. So we started that during COVID. Uh. Me and my best friend and um. We just we were always together talking about comics, books, everything that we loved. And during COVID, we were just kind of, you know, stuck in our houses the whole time. And we just uh, ordered a couple microphones on Amazon. And at first we were doing it over stream just because everyone was kind of scared about, you know, passing it on to other people. And then we kind of just kept at it. And it was just a very good it was something I look forward to every week, you know, especially not working and just kind of being stuck at home. It was something that, you know, I felt like I was pushing towards and I enjoyed and she enjoyed and we would be doing it either way. If we didn't have a podcast, we would just meet up and, you know, have a couple drinks and talk about the latest episode of WandaVision. And a lot of my family, I'm so lucky, they're they're also very much nerds and they listen to, they watch a lot of the TV shows and a lot of that would look to me to explain it um so it just became almost like a thing with my family too especially my younger siblings my little sister's super nerdy she's super into everything and um we started our YouTube channel a little bit after the podcast and on the YouTube we kind of just uh do trailer reactions which we do all across the board we'll do Marvel we'll do Star Wars we'll do horror movies right now we're doing a lot of Bollywood movies too which is something we have no no knowledge about but we're slowly learning and the YouTube community has embraced us. They've been so welcoming. Um, but yeah, so that that's basically the gist of it. We do um, a lot of weekly recaps of all the shows, which there's so many right now. It's like, it's hard to keep up with all of them, but um, we just wrapped up the She-Hulk. That was the season finale. And then uh, we do House of the Dragon and or of course. Um, yeah, so. <laughs>
2: All right, well, speaking of Andor.
1: Yes, be the uh, devil.
0: All, all right. right.
1: <laughs> so as you know, we're already halfway through the season. Episode seven comes out tomorrow. So when you first heard about the series, how excited were you about watching it? And you know, has it lived up to your expectations so far?
0: It's honestly surpassed my expectations. I think it's I think whenever I talk about Star Wars to somebody who isn't familiar with Star Wars. Or is it, you know, as obsessed as myself? I love that even more because you just get an opportunity to show them things that you really love or that you think they would love. And most of those people have taken to Rogue One more than any other Star Wars show, movie or anything. And that's usually a starting point, I'll tell them, because it obviously is around the same time as New Hope, which they could jump into and kind of do the original trilogy, not so much the prequels and then the originals um I'm so I I'm obsessed with Andor I think it honestly I it it doesn't hurt me to say this but it almost does because Mandalorian was just amazing too but I think it will be my favorite Star Wars show for sure I know those are big words but I love it so much
2: Yeah, it's really good. Um, It's it's interesting because it was, you know, throughout the year, you really didn't hear much about Andor.
0: Yeah, because it it was was kind of
1: downplayed. Like, you were getting more announcements about other shows like Tales of the Jedi and Kenobi.
0: Right, You weren't
1: in Book of Boba Fett. Like, Andor got severely downplayed, and the internet wasn't really happy about that. And now we finally get to see the manifesto of the project. We get to see the full result of everything that's been cultivated for like the past years yeah this this has been years of the making when you think about it because ever since row one yeah this has just been this has just been the dream for us to finally get to get our first star wars spy thriller
0: i agree i agree you put it you put it perfectly i couldn't have put it any better myself they really did downplay it though right like now that i'm thinking back because we were we were me and my co-host, we were always like, and, or, and, or, like, let's, let's, like, try to talk about it. And, like, obviously, you know the setting. You know they announced it was five years before Rogue One. You can kind of assume which characters are going to be in it, but they definitely didn't, uh, they didn't push for it that much, which is kind of wild when you think about it, right? Because it's just, Rogue One was such a love, like, everybody cherished that movie and loved it so much. And they obviously loved it so much they had to make a show about it, you know? So it, it is kind of crazy that they, they didn't really advertise it, now that I'm thinking about it, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, we weren't, getting, we weren't getting as much, you know, hype for Andor mm. as we should have been because Andor was so anticipated. And then when the media kind of just moved on, dropped over it, and then we went to all this new other stuff, we kind of missed Andor. or kind of jumped the boat yeah and then all of a sudden it came back the hype came out and then those first three episodes dropped because everyone was kind of upset because the date got pushed back from august 31st to september 21st right so then we got all three episodes we wanted But when those first three episodes dropped they were like a mini movie like yeah. the last three episodes of season seven of the clone wars yeah. we just got everything in those and it was a great way to introduce us to the series now with episode seven dropping can't wait to see what they have to say in this episode
2: yeah i think they made it it was a good idea for them to drop the three episodes all at once because it was a story it was like a beginning middle and end yeah, yeah, I think if they would have dropped just the first episode, I think people would have been lost. Yeah, people, and it's they like, also okay, well,
1: wouldn't have been happy if we got yeah. our date moved back 20 days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We yeah, you you're right. That that little pushback that hurt that hurt my heart. And I think it was really good. It was very strategic of them to drop three episodes because again, like TV right now is so good. I feel like there's so many good shows out right now and movies, and it's like it's almost hard to keep up with all of them. So I'm glad. They really like got us in there with that. I don't. It did feel like a movie, and it was. It was just so cool to see a little backstory about Cassian and see where he comes from, and just them setting everything up. They just did it in such a great, mm-hmm. perfect way.
1: Yeah. You know, so there's a reason we stick to Marvel and Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, the right. reason why is because now we got House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, She-Hulk, Andor. And then we got Wakanda Forever intersecting with Andor, it's just like this whole slew of things. So let's let's just let's just you know take it take a couple off our list right now. Let's keep it to Marvel and Star Wars.
2: It's a lot to yeah, it's a lot to, to follow. So yeah, so I think you know we'll just stay in our lane. You know, you know right. Marvel and
0: Star Wars, right? All yeah. the Disney Plus stuff, you know. Yes, just stay Plus. on that app, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. and did
1: you guys know that originally there were meant to be five episodes of Andor? not five five, so seasons. five seasons of Andor, okay. and then it okay. got reduced to four then three and i think now we got two all right let's take a quick break for q and a Q&A.
2: <laughs> we, okay. oh well, we have people who are joining and us how so many seasons you want, of Andor hey chuck you
1: little you comics comics <laughs> nice to see you again <laughs> uh like i just said
0: it's two i believe okay so uh, it might be three they might surprise us I didn't know that. I I was hope I I guess I heard that there was a second one. I knew that was renewed already. Yes. I guess everyone kind of assumed, right? Like 5 years before Rogue One, they'll be able to do 5, but I guess 3 would make the most sense. Hopefully we'll get 3. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I want as much as we can get, you know. I because we know how Rogue One ends. Yeah. I don't want to get to Rogue One. You know, I want I want all the adventures and everything, you know.
1: Cuz I think the critical flaw of Rogue One was that we didn't get to spend much time with each and every one of the characters. We didn't really get to see all of their journeys as much as I would have liked to. Like I think Rogue One would have benefited from being a series instead of a movie, or at least given us a little bit of time to get to know them.
0: Yeah. Before
1: is- everything happens at the end.
0: Yeah, I think because um, I'm trying to think of the year Rogue One came out. Sixteen. Um, I don't. What what year was it? 2016. 2016, yeah. So, like, I don't think Disney had um their, their TV shows that ready yet, you know, like they were during COVID. I feel like maybe if uh, Rogue One was coming out now, they probably would have did a show. Or I think it was just they pushed for that movie, which I'm glad they did because overall it ended up being great. But, yeah, if it was a show, just to see, like, uh, everyone's adventures, even, like, Saw Gerrera, man, like, I, I would have loved to just see. I know we're going to get more of him, but, like, just to see him and just his adventures with everything that he does and him on that planet that kind of gets destroyed pretty quickly in the movie, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, um, you, you mentioned something Kyra a little bit earlier in regards to introducing Star Wars to people who may not be familiar with Star Wars. This would be the best series to do so because we're all of us, Star Wars fans or, you know, casual, or if you're diehard fans, we're all starting from scratch because the majority of these characters that you see in in the series are brand new. So we're all learning at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's a very good uh, talking point, you know, for someone who doesn't know Star Wars, but they can just watch and learn about these characters just as well as we are. Uh, So I was wondering, do you have a, a, a favorite character besides the characters that we already know, like Andor and do you have
0: a favorite character new character yeah but after that we'll take a quick q a break okay Okay. so specific to andor you're saying like who's my favorite i um i really like i think bix right was her name yes i really like bix um i like how tough she was i think it's really cool that i mean i think that's one of the things i caught on as a child being a woman just princess leia and her being this. She has the princess name, but she's not that quintessential princess like all the other Disney movies that everyone was watching as I was a kid, too, which, don't get me wrong, love all of them. But the fact that she had that term princess in front of her name and she was still this intelligent, fierce, just strong woman, did not take anything from anyone and just led the way. And she was such a natural leader. I think Bix, um, we only saw a little bit of her. I'm sure we'll see her more throughout the season, but I did like how she just automatically would walk in a room and just gain respect from everybody, and I, I just really I liked her character a lot. Um, I like Sinta a lot as well. I like that whole crew on Aldani. I think overall, you know, there were some tough times with people disagreeing with each other and stuff like that. But Nemec, I mean, they were all just—I uh, think their their chemistry together, despite their their fighting and not trusting each other—it um, was really cool to just see mini rebellion groups like that, mini rebels just starting the first little, like, you know, surges of trying to take over the empire. And I don't know, it's hard for me to pick a favorite, I think. I mean, naturally, I want to go to the ones we know already. Like, I love Cassie and I love Mom Matha. And I think, I think with Mom Matha, like, there's so much potential with that too. Um, just because right now her, she's, a, she's tutoring Princess Leia right around this time. And we know that She's very close with Bail Ghana. and we know they're obviously forming the rebellion behind the scenes. And I really think that's something that we could potentially see by the end of this season, crossing my fingers. I mean, I know Leia. it's hard to do Leia right now, especially with Carrie Fisher passing. And I know people have their certain ways around it. They don't want to see her again. They want to let her rest and stuff, but I think it's so crucial her being in the rebellion right now and leading to a new hope. Um, there's just so many cool things they could do.
1: All right, <laughs> quick Q and A, okay. So, Rodney Johnson. Oh, Rodney. Could they do a season with a time jump after row One? No, I'm gonna have to go with no because, you know, there's no no there's nobody there's nobody left. So, <laughs> yeah, because in row One, you know, I, I don't just- really want to spoil the ending, <laughs> but. Uh, no, but nobody, nobody. There's no one left to shoot to shoot the show. Yeah, they you kind know, of all people, people through would be, you know, a pretty a skeleton crew. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe they could do a little like a year jump after season one, um, and have some of the characters more developed then. But I feel like that would almost defeat the purpose of getting to know them more before Rogue One. But yeah, I don't think the time jump would be the best Beautiful. choice. Yeah, then we would just go to New Hope, right? Like, we would be there already. Like, we already yeah, got
1: that. By then, a new hope would have already begun, and you know, the Rogue One cell is served their purpose. Rest in peace. All right. All right, let's get back into the episode. <laughs> okay. We have more QA. <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk about Tales of the Jedi. All right,
2: or are you done talking about Andor? I, I, I think, I, I, yeah, I
1: well, were we, were we well I wanted
2: to know. Okay, so you saw the last episode all right with the heist do you have any comments about what happened how Mm -hmm. it happened uh who Uh, was lost along the way
0: (laughs) I'm really sad about Nemec um I'm really sad about that that was just a really uh tragic way what happened to him yeah um I'm not the happiest with Cassie I'm glad that like I don't know. I'm, I'm indifferent. I don't know. I'm all over the place with this episode. I enjoyed it so much. I mean, obviously we were building up to that and it was epic and everything that happened was crazy. But, um, I guess I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to do next, honestly, with Cassie and where he's going to go. Um, I guess it just didn't play out the way we thought it was going to, but also like, it was kind of like a crazy mission anyway, there was like a 1% chance they would actually get off the planet. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel? What do you think? Um,
1: I'm quite surprised that literally nobody survived except Bell and Sinta. Yeah. I mean, like, Gorn was just standing there, like, posing for
0: Animal Crackers, just like, (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty sudden. (laughs) Um, no, I,
2: I, I was expecting that there are going to be one or two that may not have made it, but not I, the
1: entire cast. Well,
2: yeah. yeah, I think you're, you know, exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, it's all right. It's It was a small group. Right. So there we lost
1: seven people. Yeah. All right. So we now we, there's two. All right. We,
2: we lost a few. OK. All right. But um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I'm glad that it turned out that they were able to accomplish the mission, the mission.
0: With
2: um, it. Well, it doesn't matter. The mission was accomplished. Now, now wow. I'm, I'm saying, ow, no, I'm, I'm saying this because ow. we needed no the, the rebellion. Well, the, the forming of the rebellion needed to start somewhere, right? And in the first episode, uh, second episode, when we meet Luther Rail and Momothma, and she comes into his uh, gallery and she is asking him about buying some pieces they go in the back she says to uh, my says to Luthen, you know well i don't have the money you know i can't move money around you know people and are like, watching funds me are funds are yeah, th- and yeah I got exactly baller. everyone's watching so, her yeah right so they so that was it so they needed that as a spark right, right. to get the mission you know get this mission accomplished 80 million credits i think it was so yeah and absolutely that ski
1: knew the exact count was yeah. problematic no, he, he
2: counted every single
1: ski just went <laughs> every single one credit. He just... <laughs> two three four right. eight years later right right seven
2: yeah <laughs> So I, i'm glad that it worked out because now we know okay well they have this money what are they going to do with it you know so we know that they're going to probably hire more people for that cause they're going to get more weapons so yeah they're going to need to compete with the empire so yeah
1: Yeah, they definitely need help because at this point at this point this is just a few years before a new hope so the rebellion is really more of a shell idea than it is a concrete organization because at this point the rebellion is just catching its bearings like, they're kind of just breaking into the world of fighting against the empire. Right. Yeah. See, there were rebel cells even before the empire itself started. Because back when the separatists ruled, there were still rebel cells. And back when it was the old republic and the new republic and uh, that, 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 and the high republic, there were still rebel cells fighting the Nile as well. Yeah. So, I think at this point, the rebel alliance isn't actually a rebel alliance. It's like, a couple of core people, those being like Mon Moth, well, Luthan, Bale, Cassian, yeah, Leia, at this point, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Just those couple of people who are, you know, at the heart of the rebellion. Yeah. That's true.
0: All that right. is that is true. I think I think it's really that I now that you know I'm thinking about it, I mean it is very uh very spot on with only two out of seven making it. And I think that it's sad that we lost them, but again, that's just like the rebellion, right? Like you kind of mm-hmm. know getting into it, You, it's sad, but like, I think it's almost beautiful in a tragic way that people are just ready to give their life away for something greater than them. And it, it's very, it's very on brand with the rebellion and it is sad, but it is also just kind of almost expected sadly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's war, right? Yeah, so, it let's take yeah.
0: a quick Q&A break.
2: Okay. Do we have Q&A? No Q&A. Okay. We'll just no, okay. you want to keep going? Yeah, there's Q&A though, but all right. Let's keep going.
1: Okay. Keep all
2: going. right. A- anything else we want to talk about regarding Andor? Nope. No? What okay. about you? Okay. No, I'm good. I'm looking forward to tomorrow's episode. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. We'll I might, I
0: might stay up late tonight to watch oh, it. Really? And I, just, yeah. I really want to know what Kazian's going to do next. Like, I'm very – is he going to still try to find his sister? Um, there's a lot of rumors going on around that now. Like, mm. it's just – it's it's getting, you know, that – I forget the guy's name. The real – the the head honcho over there with um all the Empire, the people that are trying to figure out what's going on. Yes, um, right. Zero. Yeah, yeah no, no. he was really mad. And, he, yeah, so, I mean – And then we have that that guy in the background who got uh, booted off that uh, that kind of a secondary uh, emperor kind of um, imperial team. Still Um, zero. Yeah. So there's just there's a lot there's a lot going on. Uh, I I think I might stay awake and watch it because I need to know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the empire is on eggshells right now. You know, there's this. You know, unexpected uh, consequences yeah, they're, like, that they're going know, make through. Yeah, one
1: and... wrong move, and all of a sudden, yay! Yeah.
2: yeah. No, I. Well, yeah, I was talking about it in terms of the ISB coming together and.
1: Yeah, because yeah. everyone's everyone's just like that's what I said. Like, one more moving, your job is gone. Right. Right. Because everyone's on edge. Mm-hmm. Like this is like walking on tacks for the ISB because they all are grouped together in this room and they're working. Because like somebody just stole 80 million credits and now everybody's gonna come together, and work, yeah. and you know, their families are just gonna be like, Why yeah. aren't you home?
0: Yeah, they're
2: getting a little worried. They are getting a little worried. I'm
0: anxious. Um, I'm so yeah, anxious yeah, about this situation. Anxious. You know,
2: and, and when that happens, you know, people are so stressed out that you know, you're gonna some people are gonna tend to do the wrong things, they're gonna say the wrong things, and innocent people are gonna get hurt,
1: apparently. So yeah.
2: we don't know. But uh, but you do have a good point about Andor because he did take his share of the money.
1: Yeah, Cassie right? got his. Cassian got yeah. his two cents.
2: Right. So uh, maybe he moves to, to buy a ship, and then, like you said, uh, uh, Kyra, he might go, go out and look for his sister. Yeah.
0: Right. Actually, yeah, Which we'll I hope see. he finds. I hope yep. he finds her. You know, like obviously we don't see her in Rogue One, so I I just wonder how that is gonna go as well, and. It would be nice to see him find her and kind of have a moment, you know, of solace with his family. He doesn't really have a family, obviously. He had to desert his planet and said Marvel. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. about it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll go back and find well, her mm-hmm. and maybe give her some of his credits. You know, I don't think he won't not help her because she saved him essentially. But it would be nice to see him find his sister. Hopefully, she's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: right. yeah. All right. Well. Okay, so then we know uh, next week, you know that's the plan, unless it changes at the last minute. But we have Tales of the Jedi releasing
1: Yay. on the yes. same day as, as episode. Animals. You're
2: right, episode eight next week, right? So not so, tomorrow, but next Wednesday.
1: Yeah, next Wednesday, yeah. the twenty seventh, I believe
2: it is. Now, when you were at the uh, Star Wars, not the twenty seventh, twenty
1: sixth. That's the twenty sixth.
2: Okay, Kyra, when you were at Celebration, did you get a chance to attend the Tales of the Jedi panel?
0: I did. Did you okay. guys? Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. Uh, was it, it was Tales of the Jedi? Okay. No, the, I think it
1: was, I the was it
0: I thought it was either Attack of the Clones? Of the Clones. I
1: think probably. Was,
0: yeah. I don't know, but we it did was one It was one of them.
1: The Jedi. There's okay. a lot of panels that probably we did. First episodes. I don't want to spoil anything.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: It's Ahsoka. It was right. amazing. So,
2: you said you were there. And uh, yeah, so they had uh, the actors, uh, a couple of the actors on the stage talking about, um, you know, their role in um, Ahsoka's short. Yep. And they showed you the first episode, I, I guess. Like you know, maybe ten, fifteen. Yeah, it episodes. was.
1: It wasn't yeah. like. It wasn't like short shorts. It was mm-hmm. more like visions, like short. Yeah. Right. Exactly. you hear shorts in star wars you think oh these are gonna be like five minute bite-sized episodes but they're longer these (laughs) things come with credits y'all 10 to 15. (laughs) i wish they were longer (laughs) without
2: giving anything away what did you think about the the first short that you saw regarding ahsoka
0: oh my gosh this one i could really just cry right now on the live stream you guys that oof it was it was beautiful it was I think it's just amazing that Dave Filoni is doing this and in charge of these because he just loves Star Wars so much and he does it the right way. And obviously Ahsoka is like his baby. That's like one of his favorite characters. Um, It was emotional. It was great. I I, I don't want to spoil. I'm so bad at spoiling things. So let me just try to really think here, not spoil it. I loved every second of it. (laughs) I... I especially loved um, the previews we're getting of what's to come in Tales of the Jedi. I think those topics, which I think we could talk about because they're pretty... I think everybody knows from... They they released the trailer. I think people know who's going to be in them. Um, I think we're about to get really spoiled with some prequel-esque lore right now and some fan favorites. Uh, I'm I'm super excited to see... uh, Um, young Qui-Gon Jinn. I think that's going to be incredibly epic, especially after seeing him return in Obi-Wan as a force Ghost. That pulled on my heartstrings completely. But him as a young Jedi, especially with Count Dooku, we never really got to see Count Dooku as a Jedi. So that's going to be, it's going to be some epic stuff. Like, I'm really excited about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So are we. We're looking forward to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We're really
1: excited because We'll finally get to see, you know, the side of Dooku back when he wasn't a villain, you know, back before he had no hands and no head. You know, just (laughs) just to get to see what Dooku used to be like, see a a younger Qui-Gon voiced by Liam Neeson's son, which is just great. great. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: pretty cool. Yeah. And I wonder what Qui-Gon would learn from Dooku, you know, so that'd be interesting to see before Dooku turned. Yeah. okay.
0: that's 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 a really good point, because Qui-Gon, I feel like we didn't get enough of right. We got him mostly in The Phantom Menace and obviously Obi-Wan became one of the greatest Jedi, arguably one of the fan favorite Jedi of all time. And Obi-Wan is just one of those incredible humans that you just trust everything he does. And obviously Qui-Gon was his teacher, so. I feel like it's safe to say qui learned some good things from Count Dooku, you know? He had to get a couple at least good pointers. <laughs> but yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see their uh, their dynamic for sure. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: all right. Now, you know, let's talk about Ahsoka for a second. She is my favorite Star Wars character. Oh, I wow. actually had the pleasure of meeting Ashley Eckstein at Fan wow. Expo wow. and at Star Wars Celebration. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she's my favorite character, has been for a while, because yeah. I watched the Clone Wars movie when I was a young child. Of course, I wasn't born yet when it was out, but, yeah, yeah I watched it when I was younger, because it was on Netflix. Right. And I enjoyed it, and this uncle became my favorite character. Yeah, Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and great. still today, yeah. seeing her in live action in *The Mandalorian* just made everyone go "What?" Yeah. And now we're gonna get to see her have her own solo show. Yeah. How about that, y'all?
2: Yeah, that's next year. You know, so we really play to talk about. so yeah,
1: we got lots. Yeah. To talk about, we got, we got, we got shows for days here. Yeah. Shows
0: for days. That's right. Next year is gonna be so epic. I mean. So I'm so glad with Ahsoka's journey because I, to be completely honest, I was a little late. I watched the first couple seasons of Clone Wars and it wasn't that I wasn't like super into them. I was kind of just into other things yeah. at that time. And um, I was a little jaded because the Star Wars movies were over by then. There wasn't really anything going on besides the shows. Um, so I got super, I, I wouldn't say I was like super late, but I was definitely late into the Clone Wars with Ahsoka. But I just I, I loved I loved watching her so much. I think it's going to be so cool to see. I love Rosario Dawson, the cast as well. I think that's so epic, and just to see her path after the Clone Wars, and just see where they're going to go. Because again, just her with you know, the, is is it okay to say that the Rebels might uh, show up in her show as well? I mean, there's just yeah, so many we've been cool
1: things. Some rumors, Sabine's been cast. Absolutely, yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. Um, we got really spoiled at celebration. We got a lot. We got a lot of inside information here. I'm forgetting a yeah. lot about it, but wow.
1: <laughs> which is great. Yes. All right. Anything else?
2: No. Well, I want to ask you, Kyra. So what do you have uh upcoming? You know, what do you what's, yeah, on, what your, new what's stuff on your stuff schedule you your yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, so I did just start it, started um writing for the Mary Sue, which is an amazing website. It's 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 uh, I know I said it's the geeks. Geek Girls Guide to the Galaxy, but it's just um, very much a news source for all things nerdy. And I've really been enjoying that. I just did an article about She-Hawk and where we're going to see her next, uh, Jennifer Walters. Um, I'm So I'm doing that right now. I'm super excited about that. And then uh, next month, I will be headed to Fan Expo San Francisco. Um, I'm going to be hopefully having a panel there for um, Latinx comic book creators. One of my friends kaden phoenix she actually writes this uh comic book series i have one of them right here actually it's called Ella brava it's uh, the first latina comic book superhero team so i'm planning on interviewing her at that comic-con
1: That's
0: and awesome. some unannounced interviews that i can't say yet because they're not confirmed but there might be a few Star Wars people in there we as can, well. We can
1: tell us when the cameras off.
0: I will tell you guys as soon as the cameras are up. But um, yeah, so that's my next thing. It's during uh, Thanksgiving week. Super excited about that. Um, in the meantime, just going to be writing, just going to be watching Andor, and obviously be doing my podcast as well. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, this is this is cool. You know, <laughs> we're we're definitely going to. We'll to, tune into the podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll tune into well. I'll tune into the podcast, I'll into the podcast <laughs> and I'll tell you about it, how about that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 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 we're so interested in reading more about your, uh, you know, learn, learning about your writing and reading your articles and watching that interview when that, um, when that appears, when that drops.
1: Um, yeah. I, yeah,
2: we're, we're excited um, about. What's happening in Star Wars is a great time to be Star Wars fans. And, you know, yeah. we're just.
1: We've said that numerous times. Yes. It's, 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 yeah. it's a great time to be a Star Wars yes. fans. No. We can't say it, it enough.
2: Be, <laughs> yes, definitely. And then next year will also be a great time to be a Star Wars oh, fan.
0: Oh, it's just, it keeps yeah, getting good. better and better. It gets it better getting, right. And then we have The Bad Batch, too, right? That's coming All out the, right, soon, right? 2023
1: right. right. is a great that's year right. to be a Marvel yeah. fan, too. So much. Forever, I'm, I'm yeah, really. we to forever close it off the year i'm yeah I, I, i'm going i'm going
2: off on a time no that's okay you <laughs> no, that's, know,
0: we're on oh, a tangent well, okay. ba- i love the ta- the star wars tangents are the best though because you'll start talking about them and you're like wait that's happening that's happening too and it's we didn't even get to talk about the bad batch which i know you guys love and yes i, I feel like that doesn't get as enough attention as it's well sure. Bad and Batch is great yeah you know, it's
1: say, yeah they had they had some filler episodes though but it still made it the show was still great, even with the fillers
0: yeah that can that last episode on Camino you yeah yeah. yeah yeah that one was, was cool. that was one of my that was probably one of my favorite episodes of Star Wars TV. Yeah. I love that so much that was just so epic I I can't wait to see where the Bad Batch is going to be next. That's that's going to be definitely a fun season, and everyone's kind of a little bit older, and we got to see that at Celebration too. That's and exactly right. yeah, yeah, remember that too, right? remember
2: yeah. that
1: new clip we got? <sighs> it's going to be so yeah,
2: epic. We saw that,
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> well, we'd be glad to have you back to talk about the Bad Batch drops.
0: Yeah, is that January now? I know that got pushed back too, right? It yeah, starts in January. I don't it. know how
2: many episodes as of yet, but yeah, yeah, it does start in January. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then we got Mandalorian soon after. There's just so much. Yeah. Wow. Yay. That's At perfect. least it'll be cold. We can all binge watch Bad Batch, you know, inside. That's like a perfect time to watch all the shows anyway, yep. you know? <laughs> yep.
2: Grab a cup of cocoa. We're good to go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: i a hot chocolate party on November 1st.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Kyra, where can people find you?
0: Oh, yeah. um they can find me at uh, Relatable Nerds on YouTube, on Instagram, uh on Instagram my personal is KyrabellaX and yeah, I have all my links there. I guess uh, yeah, Relatable Nerds is probably the most the, the big the big tagline now, but yeah.
1: All right. So we have a we have a question for you actually. Okay. What's oh, we
2: question? have a question. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. So if you had to pick one or the other, would you rather see the future of Star Wars in show form on Disney Plus or do you want to get it back to the movie theaters? Hmm.
2: Hm.
0: Good question. I think I right it. now, just because I'm very selfish, I would want shows. <laughs> I know we have to wait weekly, but I know yeah. we're going to get more with the show. We're going to get overall more time with these characters. I do... I know the new Star Wars trilogy, everyone's torn about if they liked him or not. I'm one of those people where I rarely complain about Star Wars or Marvel. And if it is, it's very like little silly stuff. I'm just so grateful that we get to see the characters again. I think the shows though, I think right now with the way Disney Plus is just executing these shows, um, I I, want to see the shows, but I would love one day, I know there's a, a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie that's in the talks that's supposed to come out in a couple years, so that'll be interesting. But again, like I'm, I'm not sure what they would do with the movie format right now, just because there's so, so many shows and so many characters they have to focus on, you know?
2: Yeah, they seem to be doing well with the the series, mm-hmm. so I think they should just stick with that until they're ready to come back with a, a motion picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but oh. yeah, at this point, yes, yeah. yeah Yes, at this point, we would be okay with just having uh, the, the Star Wars series. You know, we, we can wait for the films to come back.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: So.
2: Okay, we have another, another question.
1: question. Jake!
0: <laughs> All right. And the question Final, is? You can't talk.
2: Why
1: not?
0: <laughs> You're reading the questions. You're in charge of the yes. questions. <laughs>
1: Final question. Will father and son be returning to Fan Expo, Philadelphia?
2: We sure hope so. Yes. We sure hope so. Yes, we are. Yes, I know. That
1: we you- will be back.
2: Yes. Be yeah. very, very We nice.
1: will be back. We have such we a fun be time. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Maybe, we, maybe we could do a little little collab show at Fan Expo or something, you know? We should. That, that would be so, be so great. Fun. Yeah. That's a good idea. Sure.
2: Yeah, That's a done deal. We'll do it. Yay. Yeah, we we love the, the Fan Expo. Wonderful. So yeah, yeah. we're looking forward to going back there.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's a good time. It's, it's a great con. I think, honestly, that's a... Uh, I know Wizard World used to... I think it took yeah. over Wizard World. There used to be yeah. Ace Comic Con back in the day, and I think Fan Expo is just... They have great guests consistently, and it's just they put on a great show. Chuck and Sean at the Creator Stage, they just do an amazing job with uh, putting a lot of you know, virtually like my podcast, we, we don't have an obscene amount of followers or pretty unknown. Um, They just give a lot of people opportunities to just get their name out there and, you know, fight the good fight and get people to join the rebellion. So I, I love Fan Expo. It's a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And thank you. Star Wars geek girl. Yeah. hope to see you hosting Star Wars yeah. events and local events, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hope to you know, we didn't get to go to too many conventions this year. So we hope yeah, to okay. change that next year. We but you know what? Up to more. If
1: you can if you can send us the dates for um for fan expo Philadelphia twenty twenty three,
0: we'll see if we can read there. We yeah. have the
2: dates already. The tickets are already on sale. Did I think
0: they are yeah. I think they're twenty yeah I think, right. 20, so yeah, I think it's interact. pretty and I actually heard a couple rumors you guys were gonna get uh some Star Wars people. A lot oh. more uh next then year I think. Rivers. Say
2: no more. Say no so more so I think
0: I think uh, I think like I said, Fan Expo is just doing great. I think everybody's yeah. kind of realizing it now. So and yeah. I think a lot of people want to be a part of it. So yeah, Here's yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs>
2: yeah. And can we just shout out Chuck?
1: Yeah, yeah. and Miss We yes. have out yes. too. They were the best hosts ever. They were. Right? Yes. They gave us our first foray into you know being hosted by people yeah yeah, yeah. on
2: the stage they just made us feel comfortable
1: uh, we had they so had much everything fun. taken care of everything you know, the was there we angles. didn't even have to record it yeah we we just I had know. everything taken care of
0: right so they're the so
2: greatest much. thank you thank you yeah. so much yeah so. so awesome we hope to see you there next year
1: you, you know, know what else we hope that? Yeah. What's that? join the
0: five-overs. Ooh! Uh, we'll
1: talk
2: about that. We'll see. Yeah. That's that's big. That's. Big
0: I talk. do have um in Chicago. If you guys ever make it to a Fan Expo Chicago, which would be amazing too. Um, I do have friends in the five zero first here in that Legion, so I could uh could see what I can do. You guys, <laughs> they usually have that epic uh the Chicago one. I'm they probably do it everywhere, but they have yeah. a huge epic setup um at Fan Expo and C two E two, and it's just. Incredible. It's they're the nicest people ever, you know. And they, oh man, I, I look up to them because of how epic their suits are and their stormtrooper stuff. And I'm just like, wow, like I think I'm a nerd. And then I meet them and I'm like, oh my gosh, you have like the official stormtrooper everything and the Darth Vader. Like it's just so, it's so fun. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: so. <laughs> we actually happen to uh, know a couple of final person members huh? in Chicago, big T and Little T. There you go. You know? Yeah, you guys move Chicago. You know, the honor yeah. of being on their show multiple times and having oh them yeah. on our show multiple times. You know,
2: yeah, they're pretty oh. cool. They're real fun. Another father and son team.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I didn't yeah. know that. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And uh Todd the dad <laughs> is a member of the 501st. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's so cool. Yeah,
2: pretty cool. Yeah. But you're I right.
0: Love it. You're all members of the Five O First, though.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But You're right. They do have a presence uh, in Chicago, the 501st. Yeah. So yeah, they do. a big They're one. Great. So we're looking forward to it. We have mm-hmm. not been to Chicago, never been to Chicago. I would love to go one day. You
0: guys got to come. We'll yeah. show you. Me, Chuck yeah. Shonto. We'll show you around the city. Yeah. It'll be so much fun. Just, right. We just have know, a lot of fun stuff in we, Chicago.
2: We've got a lot to do we'll next year. We'll book
0: the tickets, okay? <laughs> we'll book the tickets. We
2: have a lot to do next year. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. thank you so much uh, right. we, we just wish you all the best we're gonna keep track of you know every every you know everything that you're getting into your writing your podcasting um you know we'll connect again and you know we look forward to seeing you maybe hopefully during the bad batch reviews
0: yeah um, oh that would be yeah. so much fun yeah, yeah i would love that i would love that
2: yeah but well, thank you Cara. all thank right you so guys
0: much. thank yeah. you so much for having me this was, oh, so, this much was, fun. was so much fun so much fun yeah and
2: then let's just make sure if there are any other comments or questions okay i guess that is yeah. it
1: all right
2: thank you so much everyone for yeah. for attending this live stream with our first guest kyra Navarrete.
1: yeah this Yay. is the most people yeah. we've ever had so i want to thank all
2: well, our I think, viewers Like, I think, thank you so much yeah i think that all has to be- Tyra.
0: Yeah, your fans, your fans came yeah. to back you up. <laughs> we, we, we had we had some good viewer counts. Yay! Oh my god, that's so yeah. that's we had like
1: eleven viewers at a point.
0: Yeah, pretty, there we it. go. It pretty that's good.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I love and it. Where can
2: people find us, Keith? <gasps> okay, take your time.
1: Uh, podcast, Spotify, <laughs> Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcast. It's been a while since I've done that whole spiel. Um, <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs> at fatherson galaxy visit our website com. please donate to our patreon page so we can keep making awesome content like this and check out our speaker page as well did i miss anything
2: that's it (laughs) all right All right. So everyone, we will be back tomorrow for episode seven review of Andor.
1: And then after that, we'll be back on Thursday as well for a, you know, review of Black
0: Panther.
2: Yeah, we're going to we're getting ready for Black Panther. Panther. Yes, we'll talk about that. Oh, my gosh. That
0: comes out so soon. And Black Adam's out this week.
2: And then Black Adam. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Well, yeah. We'll
0: get get you prepared for Black Panther. Forever. (laughs)
1: so
2: we're looking forward to that so if you're around everyone uh please join us tomorrow for another live stream at 7 30 eastern time all right but until then take care and we will see you again
0: bye
1: see ya